Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in again to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast here on a Thursday. I'm Nate Dickinson with everything you need to know about what's going on in the Big Ten every weekday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Our show today is brought to you by our live NBA draft show, NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. On our show today, we've got an exciting one. I'm not going to waste too much time talking to you right now. Isaiah Hole, who's going to be our co-host every Thursday. Again, we're putting in a new co-host with me here every day of the week. Isaiah hosts our Locked On Michigan podcast, and he's also down in Indianapolis right now at Big Ten Media Days. We talked just a few hours ago with him as he got ready to cover the first of these two days of getting inside the heads of the Big Ten at Media Days in Indy. We asked Isaiah all sorts of questions about everything going on down there in Indiana right now. So let's get right into it. Again, Isaiah Hole, our Locked On Wolverines reporter, and right now live from Big Ten Media Days, or I guess not actually live. We recorded it earlier today, but he was live at Big Ten Media Days when we talked to him earlier on the phone here for the show. Let's listen in right now. You're listening into Locked On Big Ten every single day. Everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference. And here on the first day of Big Ten Media Days, we're joined a little bit impromptu, but over the phone, live from Lucas Oil Stadium down in Indianapolis by Isaiah Hole. Isaiah is going to be here every Thursday as our co-host on Locked On Big Ten. Right now he's serving double duty, though, over at the Media Days, and we get to pick his brain at least for a couple of minutes here over the phone. Isaiah, thanks for taking a couple of minutes out of a busy, busy day for you over there in Indy to talk to us. But as you start to get geared up for these next couple of days of getting into the heads of Big Ten football, what are some of the things that you're just kind of bookmarking or bulleting down as to, like, this is what I want to learn? during this time? I mean, there's, there's a lot, uh, just, it's, it's kind of hard to even put down bullet points. Cause obviously I'm concerned mostly with Michigan, uh, co- you know, covering the team for both locked on Wolverines and Wolverines wire. But I mean, I just kind of want to see what the demeanor is for everybody. I mean, this is the first time that we've kind of all gotten together uh, since, uh, I mean, the big 10 media days in 2019. And I haven't, uh, I, I Jim Harbaugh and Michigan guys just walked by, uh, just, uh, a few minutes uh, before we started this. And it's, it's kind of weird to think like, this is the first time that I've even seen him in person, not from like a press box with a binoculars to my face uh, since uh, the, the citrus bowl in uh, 2020 on new year's day. So I think just kind of getting to see what everyone's demeanor is in the sense that everyone's kind of been through a lot, you know, a lot of teams weren't as good uh, as anticipated last year. Uh, not just Michigan, but Penn State, Wisconsin. Uh, I want to, you know, just kind of get the demeanor. I'm watching 
Pat Fitzgerald walk by right now. And, you know, I want to know, like, what, when you look at the, the Wildcats, they lost a lot, not just personnel, but they lost Mike Hankwitz. So I kind of want some, some answers there. It's how to, uh, how do they respond to having uh, so many different changes? Uh, I want to know, like, with Ryan from Ryan Day, like, how, how do the Buckeyes continue to reload? Yeah, he's, he's done it like that. They've continuously reloaded. Uh, they always tend to lose uh, about uh, double figures to the draft like they did this past year, but uh, it's a little bit different when you lose a guy like Justin Fields. How is the, the quarterback competition going? You know, it's obviously they haven't started full camp, but how do you foresee that after what you saw in spring and uh, summer conditioning? Is, is C.J. Stroud really the guy? Is Cal McCord making a push? You know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of different battles that are going on in that front because, uh, particularly with the Buckeyes, you wonder are they maybe a little bit more susceptible than they've been because of the fact that uh, they do have a quarterback battle, uh, and, and that kind of goes for a lot of teams in the sense of like you know Michigan's in the same boat. Is it they had been saying that Cade McNamara was going to be the starter, but enter Alan Bowman and J.J. McCarthy. How how is, does that battle fare? Is uh, how does James Franklin see Sean Clifford rebounding after kind of an abysmal year? How does Graham Mertz look uh, for for Iowa? How much do you feel that uh, Spencer Petrus and and that group can continue to build on what they were able to do? I think that's the the big thing is the teams that were really good in 2020. How do they build on that? How how does Indiana rebound at, now that they maybe have a target on their back for the first time in forever? Uh, but on the other side, how do how do Wisconsin, the Penn State, and the Michigans, how do they get back into the swing of where people expect them to be? Uh, I think those are the the big questions. And on top of that, how, how do some of the best Rutgers, Michigan State, how, how do those teams, uh, how how are they approaching this off season? So I think that's the the big thing, and just kind of seeing the demeanor of of uh is, is, are they loose are they uptight you know do you see see like uh coaches with their eyes glazed over like you know we better win this this year or the writing is on the wall or uh you know that i think that's the the big thing is just kind of getting an overall feel for the conference uh as it stands as a whole well you got all those different kinds of guys isaiah out there in the coaching staff in the big 10 and in college football just in general really those personalities are really what drives the fans to love these coaches. Who are some of these guys who you know are just going to be able to bring the sound bites at the very least here over these couple days? And who are those names that we should be looking out for just to make the headlines? I mean, I think I think James Franklin's always a good one as far as it goes to uh, to getting some some good sound bites. He doesn't really shy away from from the media. Uh, P.J. Fleck is another one I feel like he, that's another team that is, I think really disappointed last year. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how much does row the boat really start to, uh, to you know, he's an excitable character. I want to see if he's, he's first off today. He'll be going around, uh, uh, I believe, uh, 10, 30, 11 a.m. So uh, after uh, Kevin Warren's comments. So I, I think those are the guys that I, I think are going to give you the best sound bites. I think that a lot of, a lot of the other guys like, I don't expect much except for kind of a state of the union from a guy like Kirk Ferentz or Paul Christ, Jim Harbaugh. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know, it kind of depends on his, uh, on his mentality. I think Ryan day, you can, you can expect him to be very even keeled. Uh, uh, Pat Fitzgerald's always very good. I feel like I always want to run through a wall after he talks. Uh, I, I was definitely, I think it was 2018, maybe it was 2019. I, I went complete fanboy and went and introduced myself to, 
to Pat Fitzgerald after uh, everything was said and done. And uh, I couldn't help it because it's just one of those things where he's so cool, you know, and I felt, like I said, I felt fired up. I felt ready to go after his, uh, his press conference. Uh, wasn't around for his podium session because there are those that's the I think the cool thing about this is not only do you get the 15 minutes with them where they give you the state of the union we also get an hour with anyone that you kind of want uh and uh afterwards and obviously I, I tend to, to to veer more towards the the Michigan or the Ohio State because that's what's relevant more for my interests but uh you know every now and again I, I, I last year I uh or 2019 I went around with a lot of, a lot of the Rutgers guys I remember I was I was asking them questions because it's it, you know that those guys don't get as much attention. I, I think I was had a one-on-one with Chris Ash for like, I don't know, like ten minutes. <laughs> Didn't see the light of day, but I just wanted to do it. Uh, I think that's kind of the fun of this is you you can kind of get to know some of those coaches uh, on a different level than you you would just by going to a traditional regular press conference in the post game or during the season. More coming up with Isaiah Hole, our Locked On Wolverines reporter, in just a moment here on Locked On Big Ten. But first, it's the summer months, which are the perfect times, of course, in Big Ten country to get out there and get a good drive in. But of course, you want to make sure that nothing goes wrong in that car while you're out. The point of the drive is to, of course, relax. You don't want to have to deal with any of that stress. So go on over to rockauto.com today to make sure that you're getting all the parts that your car needs at a price that you can afford. At rockauto.com, this is a family-owned business that thought, why are people having to go to a part shop or a dealership to try and get upcharged on a part that they may not even have there at the place? If you go to rockauto.com, they've just put everything together and cut out the middleman so you can make sure you're getting the right part at the best price. Again, it's rockauto.com, and if you end up using the service, be sure to let them know that we sent you by putting in Locked On in their little How Did You Hear About Us box on the site. Again, more coming up with Isaiah in just a moment here on Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Yeah, there's just something about Pat Fitzgerald that everyone seems to like, and you can see it in those recruiting classes that he's bringing in to Northwestern as well. Let's talk a little bit about your Wolverines here, Isaiah, as again, you can hear him on Locked On Wolverines every single day of the week covering everything you need to know about Michigan. That name, image, and likeness is going to be a big topic of discussion, I'd imagine, at least for part of these couple of days, as this is the first time we'll hear from these coaches surely talking big on it, or at least being put on the spot here as people ask these questions. You've got a unique perspective with the big deal just made with Michigan and the M-Den, so you might know a little more about all this kind of stuff, but how do you expect coaches, at least here in this first year, to approach their response to this rule change and how it's going to help their players? Well, I, I think that's what we're really going to learn today. And I've, I've had a lot of Michigan fans kind of come come at me and the, I do a mailbag every Thursday. And they've been a little bit like on edge because they expected a lot more. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what have we really seen from anybody? Yeah, at midnight, at July 1st, there were a handful of, you know, big name players that announced something, you know, Bo Nix and Spencer Rattler and just a handful, really, not many. And uh, I, I think that that's one of those things that it's going to take, I think, into the season, especially for a team like Michigan at this current juncture. And I think the same you could probably even say for like Ohio State uh, right now, because they neither team has an like the obvious candidate to be like that, like Bryce Young apparently got from, you know, there at Alabama where Nick Saban said he's got a near seven figure deal. 
but there just isn't any obvious candidates I think like there would normally be like obviously last year would have been for Ohio State would have been Justin Fields a couple years ago for Michigan you know Shea Patterson uh, or Nico Collins or Donovan Peoples-Jones would have been uh, guys that you would say yeah those guys are going to command money right out the uh, right out the gates so I think that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of wiggle room when it comes to trying to figure out who who, you know who's going to be the beneficiary because I I think you kind of look at the the Big Ten at large at the moment and it it, it kind of has a dearth of stars in a in a way because a lot of those big names went in the draft this past year. Uh, I mean, surely there's there's still some guys around, and uh, you know, Sean Clifford is maybe one, or uh, Michael Penix might be be that type of guy, or or you know, even Ty Freifogel. Uh, but they're still kind of emerging, and you know, maybe Chris Olave is. Is I, I mean he might be the biggest name in, in the conference right now, but I, I I'm kind of, I kind of think that these types of things might not be fully in motion yet because I, I kind of feel like you're seeing these smaller deals like the MDEN deal, I mean which is which is huge still. I mean Michigan was the first school that managed to strike this deal so their players could uh, have their jersey on the uh, on their names. They get ten dollars for each jersey sold, which is better than the NFL. So I think that uh, I, I mean I think that's a that's a huge precedent to uh, to set, but I, I think that that they'll be interesting to to see what uh, what some of these what, what some of these schools already already have kind of accomplished uh, because I think that there's probably some things in the works that we just haven't heard about um, that they've probably been working on since July 1st. Uh, hey Angelique, Angelique Chinjelis from uh, Detroit News, uh, Angel of the Big House. Uh, James Franklin also just walked by. I just wish he would have. That would have been a lot better if he gave me a shout. But he doesn't know me. <laughs> um, but uh, I think there's a lot to uh, a lot to really figure out as far as as uh, you know. I think in the, when it comes to the season, and I've been saying this on the Lockdown Wolverines podcast, I, I think that it, what that's when it will really start to blow up because you'll start to see players make plays and brands are gonna gonna be more eager to jump in on like okay that player is a household name because I don't think I think that there's probably some skepticism in the sense of like what if that play you know we sign that player right now uh, that's maybe a fringe type guy and he gets hurt and he's out for the season and we don't see him for the rest of the year and he ends up just being kind of a fringe player uh so I I think that you'll see it'll probably start with quarterbacks uh around the uh around the conference uh whether it's a guy like Cade McNamara CJ Stroud. I think that, you know, those will be the types of guys that will get on the board first, preferably. And uh, from there, I think it will start to kind of snowball. But I think we're going to have to wait kind of until the season really gets underway before it becomes uh, a big thing. It's something we talked about in just another context the last couple of days. That spot of just kind of the face of the Big Ten Conference is still up for grabs right now. And it's convenient that this season is the one where the guys competing for it have all sorts of financial stakes attached to all of that now, too. So it's going to be fun to watch who exactly is that star of the Big Ten, because it's got to be someone. This conference just doesn't go a football season without someone rising out above everybody else. But whoever does it now is going to have a whole lot of money coming their way as well, too. So we'll see how all that shakes out. Isaiah Hole with us here from Locked On Wolverines. You heard you can hear every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Isaiah, part of this Big Ten Media Days process is the media poll that comes out from Cleveland.com every year. Big Ten doesn't do anything officially. But we saw some shifts as far as like what you mentioned before about some of the teams that are supposed to be winners not projecting out to be winners. We're talking about the Michigans out there and the Michigan States. What are the coaches going to say to those kinds of questions when it's those kind of schools out there who are traditionally winners and are maybe taking that step back this year? Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll spend a lot of time talking about developing and, you know, what they, what they need to do. I, I think the poll is interesting, but I think the, it, it's kind of a, it's, you get kind of get caught in a net, you know, whether it's for, for good or bad. I think the, it's for the coaches that are in the position of Greg Schiano and, and Mel Tucker and uh, those guys who, who are at the bottom of the, uh, at, at the bottom of the East division, uh, I, I think that you can just kind of talk a good game at that point. I think that the trap ends up being more so when not as much for Ryan day, who obviously the Ohio, Ohio state is favored. Uh, I think it's usually a, a fool's errand to name other teams as favorites like uh, Michigan was in 2019. But, you know, I think back to 2019, that's like the big talk around uh, the, the uh, big 10 media days there in Chicago was, Michigan was voted number one and I remember Harbaugh being asked about it and it was, and he said, that's where I'd put us. And, and then suddenly like that became like a huge deal. And uh, that became like one, you know, one of the things that was just, there was ended up being a lot of buzz, uh, not necessarily in the best way because it was like, well, what, what has Michigan done? So I think it's, you kind of have to, unless you're Ohio state, who's won the conference kind of year in, year out there, you have to kind of straddle the fence a little bit in the sense of of if you're hyped up like indiana is this year uh you don't want to go in and saying yep that's exactly what we see and we we think that we can be even even better because then you're going to kind of create some undue uh expectations i think you kind of have to if you're not in that number one spot kind of have to approach it as we think that we have a really good to get better than uh maybe expectations or we have to earn uh, where where we're slotted at the moment. I think it, that's that's the big thing because we all know there's one team atop the conference that is elite. And yeah, they might be a little bit susceptible because of all of the personnel losses. Uh, but at the same time, Ohio State's been awfully hard to knock off. So I think anyone below them has to be very careful if they're uh, questioned about this uh, Cleveland.com poll. Yeah, it's interesting. I looked back, actually, because they keep the records of what they picked and what actually happened. The media's only gotten it right three times in the time that Cleveland.com started doing it themselves. Those three times were three out of the last four years when everyone was just picking Ohio State. It was Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State. So it doesn't seem like the media knows everything, and we're not claiming to, but we like to talk about maybe like we do. Isaiah Hole with us here from Locked On Wolverines every single Thursday and at Big Ten Media Days right now. Thank you so much, Isaiah, for taking some time out of the day to talk to us for a minute here live from Indianapolis. We'll have all sorts of things to talk about next week about all the things that you hear over the next couple of days. And again, we appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to join us. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. We'll finish up with Isaiah in just a minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. BetOnline.ag is your place to go for any of your online sports betting needs. 
Big Ten season is just around the quarter, of course, on the gridiron, and you're going to want to make some money this fall. So head on over to betonline.ag. Get used to everything they're about because they got the best lines, all the news that you're going to want as far as your sports info goes to make sure you're making the smart picks. And of course, they're giving you some free cash just for signing up here through Locked On. If you use the promo code Locked On when you enter in your account info, you'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit into your account. Whatever you put in, 50% added on top just for letting them know that we sent you over here at Locked On. It's a great deal that you could take advantage of right now, again, at betonline.ag. 